see here and welcome to Seascast, my podcast in which I basically merge all of the video ideas I have into one low effort piece of content that is only audio so that I don't have to work as much on it. So stuff that you may have seen on my channel like Seas News, rambling reviews or just ramblings as well as stuff I'm interested about and what I've done during the week. All of that will be in today's episode. I don't promise that all of them will be in all of the episodes, but like when I have something to review, I will put it in, or something to ramble about, I will put it in. Today I will have all of them just to show you what you can expect on this podcast, but it's weird to call it a podcast. It's just another video for me, just without video. <laughs> Anyway, for the first section, uh, it's the news section. Oh, I forgot to introduce my special guest. Wow, I'm rude. So, my neighbor's dog is here today, and every day, and every time I try to record anything, because I swear, he knows. Um, so yeah, uh, it's gonna bark and I can't do anything about it, so I'm sorry about that. Um, but, yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> for the news section, I am gonna talk about what I remember reading during the week, because I'm not gonna read them right now, because I don't know if I said it, but I'm lazy. <laughs> and, yeah, so, let's jump right in. The first one is Nintendo Land. I didn't know it was a thing. I didn't know they were building it. But actually, thinking about it, it's about time. <laughs> Apparently they're building one in Japan near the Harry Potter studios and there are pictures which I now realize it's a dumb thing to talk about in a only audio podcast since, you know, you can't really show pictures and that is basically the whole news article but well you can google them it looks like you know when you take a nintendo game and you mod it to make it look more realistic but it doesn't really look more realistic it's just the lighting effect is is a little strange a little uncannibally maybe and that's what it looks like it's a little weird, but it looks good, and I, I don't know when it will be done, I don't think anybody knows yet, but they're not really trying to conceal it or hide it, so it's gonna be right there. If you go to Harry Potter Studios in Japan, which I will not anytime soon because I'm broke, but it's right there, so you will see it. Um, speaking of Nintendo... Luigi's Mansion, this is not really news, but Luigi's Mansion is coming out soon and the new Nintendo spoof. They always have a parody of themselves, of their own consoles, in Luigi's Mansion. Like, the, in the first one, there was the Game Boy Horror. It was a gadget, you know, the if you wanted to see the map or something like that, you would use the... Game Boy Horror, which was clearly a parody of the Game Boy Color. And in the second game, 
which was for the 3DS, um, they made a parody of the first, very first Nintendo DS, the fat one, and it was called the Dual Scream instead of Dual Screen. But this time they outdid themselves, and it's hilarious. So that I wanted to talk about it. It's basically a virtual boo instead of virtual boy. <laughs> and if you don't know what a virtual boy is, it's basically VR way before VR was ever a thing. Nintendo was way beyond its time, and they were trying to do something that, honestly, they shouldn't have even tried. It was... I have never used it or experienced it, but for what I can see, it was really uncomfortable to use, and it was all red, so, like, who would want to have a VR experience all in red? Uh, just a thought. It makes me nauseous. But... They are making fun of themselves in Luigi's Mansion, and it, it looks hilarious. And there are upgrades for the virtual boo in the game, and they all look like cartridges, like the car cartridges you would use in the virtual boy. And it's, it's really funny. <laughs> so yeah, that that's all for this one. But speaking of cartridges... For the next one, I just found out that they're doing, somebody's doing, uh, you know, all of those mini versions of classic consoles, like the NES Mini or the NES Mini or the PlayStation Classic, something, I don't remember exactly what it was called, but uh, basically they're doing something for handled, um, handled consoles. It's not exactly like all of those SNES Mini and such, because those came with a game, and this one, you actually have to have a cartridge and the game to play them on this thing. But you can play all of the Game Boy games, I think the Sega Mega Drive it was, I don't remember which one was the Sega handheld. But you can also play those on this. And basically it, it looks really cool and it's by Analog, if I remember correctly. I don't I've never heard of that brand, but it's for it's gonna be for two hundred dollars. I don't know if it's a limited edition kind of thing, but it's gonna be there for two hundred dollars. And then I don't know, you can play all of your favorite handled old games and yeah that i don't know it makes me feel nostalgic just like buffy makes me feel nostalgic i swear i didn't even practice these segues but i'm just that good <laughs> so yeah buffy is having a remake and honestly i don't know how to feel about it because i usually am not too judgmental about remakes or sequels but after the Charmed remake, I am really skeptical about this because, like, who asked for it? Buffy was already... I'm not gonna say perfect, it was not perfect, but it was really good already, and it ended. You can't... I don't think you can make it 
better than what it was already. So, yeah, who asked for this? And apparently Sarah Michelle Gellar agrees with me. And she's also out there asking, who is asking for that? Because, really, it it doesn't make sense. But I guess they're trying to capitalize on nostalgia or something like that. And I don't think I like it. Like, I watched the first two episodes of Charmed, and I was already out. I don't know if, after that, it actually had success, and I don't know anything about it, but I don't think so. It wasn't that good. And you know what? If you want to watch Buffy, I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. So you can go on Netflix and just watch the original. Why would you want to watch the remake? But speaking of Netflix, another segue there. I love that. (laughs) I feel so professional with these perfect segues. But... Netflix is apparently monitoring password sharing. So if you and your friends or members of the family are sharing a single account, Netflix is gonna prevent that. Apparently not by punishment, but by giving you an incentive not to do that. I don't know how that works. I don't think anybody knows. The article was very vague, so I think it's just a statement like that. The article was basically a watch out kind of thing. Like, Netflix might do something about that, so if you are sharing passwords, just watch out is (laughs) what the article boiled down to. And those were all the news articles that I wanted to talk about this week. As for the next section, it's a rambling review. Something that I wanted to talk about and review. So today, I'm going to be talking about why you should be watching The Fosters. And I have this... I have written down a whole script, because this was going to be a video, but I'm just going to read it right now. And, yeah. So, basically, I've only watched the first season of the show, so keep that in mind, as well as a few episodes of the second season, and a few episodes of the spin-off, because I'm going all over the place with this show. But... The first reason you should watch The Fosters is because it is very, very gay. So there, that's all the incentive you really need. (laughs) Go watch The Fosters. Thanks for watching. No, but really, uh, it is very gay, as in the main cast is composed of two lesbian mums, one gay son, and in the spin-off there is also a bi man. Like, what? I thought those were just a myth. I've never seen a bi man in media, or at least not that I know of. But that's already three out of the four letters in LGBT+. I wouldn't be surprised if later on we'll also find the fourth one, or maybe even the plus, with some of the other sexualities and identities that are rarely represented in media. 
uh, yeah, their, their struggles and their joys are represented in a very realistic way. They're not just LGBT, as it often happened in media, although, to be fair, they, it doesn't happen as often nowadays, luckily. But they're very complex and flawed characters of their own who just happen to also be LGBT, and it's, it's the best kind of portrayal. But even though the queerness of the show is what lured me in, as queers tend to do, that's not really the main reason why I love the show. The reason I felt hopelessly in love is the love you can feel watching it. I know it sounds cheesy, but there are so many types of love in this, like ranging from maternal to brotherly love, from platonic to, of course, romantic love. And some of it is very flawed, but that's also what makes it great, right? People make mistakes, some more than others, but that's a very realistic representation of what life is about. How they solve these mistakes is what matters most. And let's just say that some of them have better problem-solving skills. But overall, the main theme of this show is family over anything else. Even the theme song encapsulates perfectly what the series is about. <clears throat> anyway, <clears throat> you can really sense the family's closeness, the unconditional love that two mothers have for each other and for each of their own children, the way Kali is overprotective for Jude, and the way they both warm up to their new family and get used to finally having a house to call their own. It's all so heartwarming. And I'm not gonna lie, the first time Jude called Lena mom, I bawled my eyes out. In fact, I can't think of a single episode in which I didn't shed at least a single tear. I mean, I am a crybaby, for sure, but the warmth of this show is more than my poor little heart could take. Uh, most of my crying was out of happiness, mind you, but only some of it was legitimate sadness. Let's just say that this is this show is an emotional roller coaster for me. And Jude I swear Jude can get me to cry even without saying a single word. All of the struggles they all have, especially Kali, who doesn't seem to be able to catch a break, really got to me. I was more than lucky to not have any of that happen to me, but I can't help but empathize with them all. The main cast is very diverse in personalities and backgrounds, and while they all have their flaws, their good qualities shine the brightest. I love each and every one of them for different reasons. Steph and Lena are honestly relationship and parental goals. I aspire to be anything like them in the future. Kali and Jude are both so brave in their own ways, and they're so caring and kind, despite all they've been through. Jesus and Mariana are passionate and loving, although very stubborn. And even the ones that I can't stand, <coughs> I can't help but care about as if they're my own children. Is that, is that weird? Yeah, yeah, that's weird. But anyway, as soon as something new comes into the picture, 
I get tense in fear that they'll ruin everything, especially if it seems like it's all going perfectly. Because it always feels like the calm before the storm. And usually it is. They've all been through so much and I can tell but feel that they'll be going through much more. And I don't know if I'm ready for that, but I will stick to it and binge it all because I'm just that engrossed by it. And all of that is the reason why you should also. So if you watch it, tell me if you like it, tell me what you think of it. I'm really curious because I love it and I'm, I'm, I can't wait to watch the rest of it. So now it's time for my rambling. This is not really a review, it's just something that I like. Although rambling doesn't really need to be about something you like. Maybe in the future I will just rumble about something that I just can't stand. But this time it's something good. Because I'm gonna be talking about LARP. Live action roleplay, which is basically playing pretend and having fun. Lately I've been obsessed with LARP. And I've been watching so many videos like Momo O'Brien's or LARP houses, amongst others. Unfortunately, that's the extent of my experience with LARP. I never had the pleasure of doing anything even remotely similar to what they've been doing. I am broke, I can't go anywhere, <laughs> and I... Yeah, I don't even have that much experience in just cosplay, so... I thought it wouldn't be possible for me? That is until I've downloaded TikTok and I found this wonderful community in the Hogwarts professors tag and I saw what I like to call LARP Pocket Edition. They're all role-playing as their characters, interacting with each other, planning their next steps and going through rich stories and plot lines. It's incredible. I decided to join making my own Hogwarts professor and I've been having so much fun. My professor is called Professor Nova and he's an astronomy and astrology teacher. He literally wears a blanket as a cloak, with the excuse that his lessons are at night, so he wants to be cozy and comfortable and warm, but the real reason is just that I don't have much for any type of cosplay, so I just looked around the room, literally, and just, oh, that's a blanket, okay, I'll put it on. <laughs> And I weaved it into the character's story. As if that makes any sense, but... You can do whatever you like when you LARP. Especially here. In fact, when I joined another tag that I found called Ilremoni Professors, I literally used clothes that I would wear going out with my friends. That's also what's good with these tags. You don't have to be an expert LARPer, cosplayer, or actor. You can always join and are in fact warmly welcomed by these loving communities. I've seen more and more tags are being created lately, like the new Android tag inspired by Detroit Become Human and created by Nice Ghosty, or the Mafia tag for the Harry Potter Mafia tag created by Robin the Slytherin to connect the two tags and roleplay experiences in a crossover. You can find a community for you no matter what style you prefer, and on TikTok of all places, I really recommend it. 
if you've been willing to LARP or to just have fun with short videos in an awesome community, all you need is your phone, so download TikTok and create a character. It's as easy as that. It sounds like I'm promoting like like it's a sponsor. It's not. I wish it was, but it's really wonderful. Like I've been having so much fun. Another thing that I've been having so much fun with this week is speaking of podcast, Jenna and Julian. I've been binge-watching all of their podcasts and it's gonna take me a long time because there's a lot of them, but they're so good. <laughs> like, they are so good. Jenna and Julian are hilarious and I love them. So, yeah, but just... I don't even know what else to say about them. I've been so engrossed. I've been watching them all day, every day, <laughs> and it's so, so good. When I'm not watching Jenna and Julian, I'm probably streaming, and this week I streamed Simulacra, which is, honestly, I didn't expect it to be that creepy and that good. I usually am not scared by horror games, but this one is so tense, so psychological, that it got me multiple times and it's it's really really good i really recommend it so with that it's basically all that i wanted to talk about today it's been a good one i hope you enjoyed it if you did feel free to join my discord and tell me or if you're watching this on youtube tell me in the comments like and subscribe, all of that YouTube stuff. And yeah, let me know. Let me know if you have any ideas as well of what I can do in this podcast. But yeah, other than that, that is all that I wanted to say. So I will see you guys next time in the next episode. Bye!